0: Welcome back, beautiful souls, to our 26th episode of Spirituality with k Last week, I spoke about how we could embrace change by flowing along with the currents of life as opposed to resisting and going against it. This in turn leads us to become the person that we're meant to be. I briefly touch upon the concept of samsara, which is the cycle of change that our soul goes through. Birth. Old age, sickness, death, and rebirth. Now this topic is a little deep, but I want to share more about this with you today. Let me start with a story, Buddha's story. I love sharing stories with you all, especially bedtime stories during the Sajna retreat. And by the way, the next retreat is happening this summer in Hong Kong. So if you're in town, July 7th to 9th, I would love to have you join us. Buddha's story happened about 2,500 years ago in a small kingdom situated at the Himalayan foothill of India. Not many people know this, but Buddha was born as a prince named Siddhartha Gautama. Even before birth, a prophet told the king that his son would either bring great spiritual success or worldly success. Obviously, his father couldn't bear the thought of his son renouncing royal life and becoming a spiritual master, so he shielded his son from all the suffering of the outside world, only allowing him to enjoy a life of luxury and indulgence. However, as Siddhartha grew older, he became more and more discontent. All the riches and the pleasures wasn't enough to make him happy. In fact, none of it gave him happiness at all. Siddhartha became increasingly dissatisfied with his life inside the kingdom and wanted to find a way out. One day, he snuck out of his palace with his chariot, and on the streets of Kapilavastu, which is now an important pilgrimage site for followers of Buddha, he encountered an old man, a sick man, and a corpse being carried away to the cremation grounds he has never seen any sight like this before and so he questioned what they were upon learning that all beings are subject to sickness oh age and death he became restless on the way back he saw a wandering ascetic walking mindfully along the road wearing a simple robe and carrying a stick in a beggar's bowl The peaceful energy from this sadhu, which means the holy person, somehow inspired him. Not long after, Siddhartha decided to leave his palace in search of a way to end the sufferings in this world. He went into the forest and began a period of asceticism during which he practiced concentration, meditation, austerities, extreme self-denial, such as fasting. It was said that at some point, he looked more dead than alive. He came to a conclusion that this approach was not the solution. Eventually, he sat down under a Bodhi tree and meditated for 49 days, which is the famous part of the story that I think many of us have heard of. And during this time, he experienced a profound realization of the temporary nature of reality as well as the causes of suffering. He became the Buddha, which means the awakened one, and began to share his insights to others, mainly on how to be fried from suffering or the cycle of samsara. Buddha believed that samsara is a cycle of pain, of birth, and death. To end this cycle, one must achieve enlightenment. Well, that's the ultimate goal. And as wonderful as enlightenment sounds, I guess most of us, including myself, are not ready for liberation. If we come back down to earth a little bit, there are many ways we can tie this concept back to our everyday lives. We can start small as we progress on our journey towards freedom. The Sanskrit term samsara directly translates as wandering through or aimless wandering. Have you ever thought about how we're just wandering through life without knowing exactly where we are going? Sure, we all have goals in life and we want to attain or achieve material things, relationships, statuses, etc., etc. However, if we really think about it, have we gotten anywhere even after all this chase? Will this chase ever end? Thich Nhat Hanh, who is the father of mindfulness, taught us to repeat to ourselves, I have arrived, I have arrived. I have arrived. I am home. I am home. I am home. Which means I don't want to run anymore. I've been running all my life. And I've arrived nowhere. Now I want to stop. My destination is here and now. The only time and place where true life is possible. It is actually our desires that keep us in this cycle. According to yogic philosophy and spiritual teachings from many Eastern traditions, the reason why we continue to take birth is because we have desires and attachments. Because of our unfulfilled desires, we return again and again to this world in hope to fulfill them. Once we end our desires, we are able to step off and break free from this wheel of suffering. We can see this cycle as a metaphor for the everyday activities we engage ourselves in. Do you remember the times where we complained about the same thing over and over again and again? Or how about that on and off, on and off relationship we once had that lasts for months or even years? Perhaps in our yoga asana or meditation practice, Our mind runs around in circles, switching back and forth from focusing internally to drifting away externally, from being present to reliving the past or dreaming up of the future. How often do we have a desire to grasp objects, people, titles, or experiences one after another? In these ways, are we not experiencing some form of samsara in our lives? going through the birth of a new desire and attachment. And then when it's gone, as all things are temporary, experiencing a death of disappointment and pain. I remember when I started practicing meditation and learning about all the mystical experiences that come from it, I had the strong desire to attain them. Hearing about these transcendental states such as being surrounded by white lights, understanding past lives or future lives, connecting with higher energies, seeing the divine everywhere, opening third eye or other chakras, made me practice meditation day and night for all the wrong reasons. Each time I meditated, I tried to attain some sort of spiritual connection or even supernatural power. When I was able to move deeper into a meditative state, I became more attached and I wanted to experience more. And then when I didn't have any mystical encounters, I would be upset and complain about it. After a while, I found that I no longer was seeking peace and calmness, which was my original intent. Instead of using meditation to help me navigate through stressful everyday living, it was giving me pain anxieties and cravings even i was tired of hearing myself think or talk out loud about my wants and expectations from my practice i started realizing the more i chased for these experiences the more pain i felt and the less peace i had within I finally understood why great yogis say that transcendental encounters or altered state of consciousness are not to be sought for as they can become a hindrance and a distraction from our true purpose of spiritual practice. It took me some time and a lot of reflection to get unstuck and return to right thinking. I sat with Buddha's words. There was nothing to rely on, no one to turn to, nowhere to go. He also shared that what he had been looking for had never been lost, neither to him nor to anyone else, and therefore there was nothing to attain and no longer any struggle to attain it. Then I started enjoying each and every moment of my practice without any expectations And you know, things started to flow when I stopped chasing and just started being present, being in the moment, simply just being. I realized that what I was looking for all along was already here within, and each moment was exactly the way it was supposed to be. I've arrived, I was home. I felt whole, I was complete. The wheel of samsara gives us insight into how suffering itself continues. Surely there is some comfort and pleasure in reliving the cycle. However, going around in circles means we're repeating the same thing and not getting anywhere. Many modern spiritual teachers liken samsara or this chase in the material world to that of a hamster running on its wheel. Now although it is described as a cyclical state of being where we have no choice but to experience pain, sorrow, frustration, and suffering, we do have a choice on how to respond to these situations. Thich Nhat Hanh believes that we can break free through mindfulness and meditation. The basis of samsara is always a sense of lack. During times when I feel peaceful, whole, and complete, I have fewer desires. Yuki philosophy teaches us that happiness is an inside job. If we can really understand and apply these teachings, what's there to desire when we know the source comes from within? This feeling of incompleteness or lack, which is known as dukkha in Sanskrit, translates as suffering or unsatisfactoriness. Whenever I feel this limitation or inadequacy, I would do whatever I can to try and take control of my life. My mind becomes full of wants and desires, and there are likes and dislikes, attachments and aversions, attractions and repulsions. I realize that until the root problem, dukkha, and the misbelief that we're lacking is dealt with, It's impossible to escape from this cycle. We will continue to drown in samsara, which is like this ocean of misery. It's chaotic and all about fluctuations, ups and downs, the highs and the lows. Samsara is also seen as a state of ignorance and delusion, where we're caught up in our desires and attachments in this material world. Now, the opposite of samsara is called samadhi in Sanskrit, which means freedom, liberation, or self-realization. It is a state of deep concentration and meditative absorption that is characterized by stillness, a sense of focus, attention, calmness, peace, and clarity of mind. Samadhi is seen as a state of heightened awareness and understanding, where we are able to transcend the illusions of samsara. Great spiritual masters like Buddha or Patanjali who compiled the Yoga Sutras taught that suffering is a natural part of human existence but can be overcome through our spiritual practice. They encourage us to cultivate inner qualities like compassion, gratitude, contentment, and wisdom to connect with our spiritual nature and find a deeper sense of meaning, purpose, and fulfillment that is not dependent on the external. By practicing mindfulness, becoming self-aware, meditating daily, being present in each and every moment, and letting go of our attachments, we can find a way out of suffering. We can experience peace and a sense of freedom, We can break free from this cycle of samsara and eventually achieve samadhi. Thank you all for listening. If you have any sharing questions or comments, I would love to hear your thoughts. You can find me on Instagram, K underscore. Please be sure to subscribe and to leave a review or rating if you find these talks informative or inspiring on whichever platform you're using. Spotify, YouTube, Apple, or Google Podcasts. Have a great morning or evening, wherever you are. The lights within me, bow to the divine lights within you. Namaste, everyone.